Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Back to the third hour of this Monday morning's show and uh, Anne-Marie is back in the studio with me. Good morning again. Morning. And uh, more comments coming in to us. Corona, Corona, Corona all this morning. Yeah. Michelle Message just says, I work for a care company in the city uh, with disability students. We have no email, text, training, anything on the virus, no procedures to follow from the employer. Uh, one of the people I work with has a condition and it would be critical for this person if they got a chest infection uh, never mind mentioning the coronavirus. Uh, and also this listener says uh, family warnings should be sent out. If it reaches the Republic, then families should be um, not putting any individual at risk and any individual that does have it should be in isolation as to minimise the risks. It's frightening, says this uh, care worker. A listener text us to say mass yesterday in Mount St. Alphonsus, all holy water removed, no sign of peace or handshake and communion by hand to hand only says this listener and another listener has asked a question are there any restrictions at clinics at the regional hospital or UHL at the moment on account of the coronavirus? Well I, I don't know if there are any restrictions other than you know the advice that is being given to uh, people around the country I mean the HSE position remains that if someone comes back from an officially designated um, region you know, um, certain provinces, I suppose you describe them as in Northern Italy as the example, then that um, if they come back from that, they should go on the HSE website, they should contact um, HSE for um, advice. Uh, but if they're not showing symptoms, they're not being asked to self-isolate. Um, and it's, you know, I, I, look, I don't know. I mean, the bottom line is they can only give the advice they can give. But I just feel that we are in danger of entering a zone of panic, which mm. will be counterproductive here. I think it's already kind of started. The panic? Yeah. Since the case, you think, over the weekend? Yeah, since the one over the weekend and the online and some of the things that are being said online are just crazy. Yeah. They're just, they're they're not, they're beyond the advice that's been given. They're, 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 they're giving advice and people are chatting online as if they're chatting in their living room and they're saying, well, uh, this, that and the other. And it's not what the official advice is. Yeah. So you need to remember that. You know, we, we have two confirmed cases on the island, both of which can be traced to the specific part of northern Italy where they've had quite a few cases. Um, you know, the rest of Europe, outside of areas where it's designated as an area of concern, including uh, other parts of Italy, it's not a concern we're officially being told. So it's 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 tricky, but at the same time, I we've kind of taken an approach here and we've tried to over the last couple of weeks of not adding to panic or hysteria about it as best we can. A lot of media aren't bothering with that. I, mean, a lot I think me- that's the problem though. Like every media yeah. outlet is probably leading with that story. They are, and but, rightly so. They're rightly so, but, but it's how they're leading but with it, though, isn't it? that's what's given the, the fear um, among people and what's been said. And some of the reports yeah. on some of the UK papers have been very alarming. They have. Um, They've been very, they're designed I mean, there's to be even, alarming. There's even reports about, you know, conspiracy theories about what went on in China. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, that's a problem. And the media does have a certain responsibility here. But like a lot of media outlets will come to the conclusion, you know, this will sell for us. This will get us clicks. This will, you know, mean more newspapers being bought. And they, they not, not all, but a lot of media outlets will take that approach and say, look, the key thing here is that we get noticed and we're prepared to um, put out irresponsible reports as a result of it. Um, but anyway... All right, thank you very much. Um, Alice Louise is on the line. Uh, good morning to you. How are you doing? Good morning, morning. So what do you yeah. make of all of this? Um, I don't think that we're being told uh, enough about it. I think that there's a lot of talk and dagger with the whole thing, and why is that the case? Um, I, about the conspiracy theorists, they're saying that um, it's a way of killing off the weak, and within two years, global warming would be fixed. They'd be no more homeless and hospitals wouldn't be overcrowded. Yeah, but, they, but that's, I mean, those are conspiracy theories. That's the point. Exactly. They're nonsense. Yes, but they're, they're frightening people, aren't they? They are frightening they're, people, they're exactly. Yes. And another thing, the hospitals, are they ready? Look at the our own hospital outside. They're overcrowded. How many people could be put in isolation in a regional hospital? Well, well I, yeah, I think, I think that's a very fair point in the sense that they, what the HSE are saying around the country is that there are a certain number of isolation units in, yes. in hospitals around the country. But, yes. but they are not saying that they would be able to put everyone in those isolation units or an isolation unit if there were a lot of cases. And I think, you know, that is, that's a fair point. They're not saying that. Yes, and you know also, this self-isolation, if you get it. Now, my daughter is a lone parent with six children in a three-bedroom house with one bedroom. Now, if one of them was to pick it up, or herself, how would they manage that in that situation? How would she isolate one child or herself? Who would look after the other children? Who would look after her? It's impossible. Stay in limits, you're going to... But if you get it, and you get it, and you have it, how can you isolate yourself from everybody else that's living in that house? But, but, but the point that the, uh, the authorities are making is, you know, if you believe that you may have this, that you, you may be, you may suspect that you may have it. And so far we're being told the ways are if you've come back from an affected region or you have contact with somebody who has shown symptoms who's come back from an affected region, then you need to contact your GP. Not go into the surgery, contact the GP or contact the HSE and have that initial conversation and take it from there. But that's kind of impossible to do because if people have to go out and people have come back from places and they might show no symptoms at the moment, they could be in Dunn, Tesco, any place like that, couple of sneezes all over stuff, you're in your touch and stuff with your hands. You could bring that home. You know, it spreads that easily, isn't it? It's passed on to metal surfaces and stuff where it can live for up to 12 hours, I hear. And you know what I mean? It's impossible to do that, I think. Well, they're, 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 so far we're in what they're calling a containment uh, phase, um, uh, Alison, and they are saying that uh, there are ways at the moment of containing it. They haven't got yet to what would happen if you had quite a few cases and they, they would call it mitigation um, on, on that basis. You know, and even within countries, there are certain regions of countries that are seen as affected zones. You know, there's, there are particular parts of northern Italy. But there are lots of parts of northern Italy that aren't seen as affected zones. I was chatting to somebody um, who is, you know, in, in a region of northern Italy where a lot of skiing happens and all of uh, that. And they, they don't fall within uh, the, the containment area 
that has been designated by um, by the Italians. Um, Burr is also on the line. Hi, Burr. How are you? Morning, Joe. How are you? So, what do you think? I just think it's scary and worrying for people that have um, compromised immune systems. <clears throat> I personally have, and it's more worrying in the sense that people with asthma, if they get the coronavirus, the way it can trigger um, a viral asthma attack. I myself had one just before Christmas where it was a serious asthma attack brought on by a viral infection. So obviously the coronavirus would be very worrying for people in the same situation as I'm in. But isn't it true that that would apply to a lot of illnesses for you because you have an underlying condition? There are are illnesses out there that mightn't affect people without an underlying condition but would be more dangerous for you. It would, yes, definitely, because, as I said to you, our immune system is compromised as it is. I also have an illness called Sjogren's, and that suppresses your immune system. So, you know, all I'm saying is that it is worrying for people like me, but, I mean, you can't panic about it either because you may never come into contact with us. And as the lady before me said, you know, people are carrying this virus and you may not know they have it. So you can't really avoid being in contact with it if somebody has it and you don't know they have it. Yeah. Ashling is also on the line. Hi, Ashling. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good. So what do you make of it? Um, I just don't understand why... Like, we're a little island, so it's not like someone can walk across into our border. So if something this serious is happening and you're flying from northern Italy where it is there, why you're not automatically put into isolation? For, for 14 days to see what happens, to stop it from coming in in the first place. Yeah, I mean, the measures so far, for mm-hmm. example, they, they are saying, um, the authorities was looking at this last night, uh, HSE, that they don't believe that checking every flight that comes in, let's say, from that area, and even doing the temperature checks that you might have seen in parts of China, um, is is effective that in in the current um, phase that we're in, the containment phase, they actually, I think, said it would be a waste of resources at the minute. But like, if you like, it started off in China, and that was all ground, and they and they jumped on it very quickly, and all of a sudden it ran to northern Italy, and there's a lot of cases over there. So I don't see how they're not putting in infection protection and control to stop the outbreak. Like a lady came over from Northern England, travelled through Dublin and up to Belfast, and was it the night of or the day after she turned out to have it? Yeah, they skipped her. Do you know what I mean? So, so you, so you believe that from the affected regions, the the, the specific regions of Northern Italy, that there should be a travel ban? Well, not even like if if you if you restrict it to, to a bit. So, if someone's coming in from Northern Italy, that whole flight. If you have Irish residents coming back then put them automatically into isolation for 14 days. Whether that's getting a private bus to take everyone who's on that plane to their homes to self-isolate there, or if there's a facility or whatever else. But But what about the people coming in off the plane who are EU citizens from Italy and elsewhere, and they're coming into Ireland as well? What do you do with them? I would either say, like, restrict the tourism or put them into isolation. Like, you have to to look at the head, because, like, if we had a better health system, it could be one thing. But, like... The UL's the Limerick hospital out there can't deal with vomiting bugs. I was out there with my two kids and the hygiene standard is ridiculous out there. 
Yeah, uh, listen, we've, 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 we've had loads of different calls and texts and, and about all sorts of issues around hygiene, et cetera, et cetera, in the hospital. And then we've had official statements from the hospital saying the opposite and all of that too. So, you know, that's that's a, a, another issue. Okay, Ashley, listen, thank you very much uh, for chatting to us about it this morning. We appreciate your time. Thank you to Burr and thank you to Alice Louise um, as well. There's no question that there is a lot of concern and some of it is legitimate. At the same time, we have to be very careful that we don't tip into a form of hysteria that will cause our society to close down. You know, things still have to happen. People still have to go to places. And the interesting thing is that a lot of health professionals who are needed to help here are probably at risk of exposure at a higher level than a lot of the rest of us. But we still expect them to go out and to do their work and to take all the necessary um, precautions. So it, it, it is it is a balance. I mean, you, you, know, you could end up in a situation where the government try to implement something which is an absolute close down of our entire country for X number of how long? Days? Weeks? Months? But that obviously leads to all sorts of intended and unintended consequences and frankly, the potential breakdown of society itself. So there is a balance here between trying to deal with this situation in a sensible, appropriate way and not leading to mass panic. Call Limerick today now on 461995.